MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 to get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions do apply. We're also brought to you by our Mini Helmet Contest. The SGPN Mini Helmets are now in the store, and we're giving away one for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. And finally, Football Bingo is also back in time for the NFL Christmas Day Slate. It's free to play in every single bingo. Wins a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. Howdy ho, Jim Marinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 264. Goes out to Santa Claus. Maybe it's too late for me to make a plea to Santa because it's only a couple of days, but hopefully uh, this gets me put on the on the uh, nice and not naughty list. So <clears throat> this goes out to Santa. It doesn't go out to my voice, which is, I'm kind of losing here, which is good because we're just starting the episode. Um, this is part two of our review and preview of uh the ufc we're reviewing weight classes 2022 and looking ahead to what we think will happen in 2023 we're uh giving you the future picks if you're into into uh tying your money up for a whole year and uh embedding on future who's going to be the champ at the end of 2023 we, we got the advice for you here uh, last episode all the female weight classes and the big boys the chunky guys the heavyweights <clears throat> i'd say this one we're going light heavyweights middleweights welterweights lightweights but I'm not doing it by myself, of course. I'm bringing a man who, of course, is always on the on the nice list after all the wonderful picks he gives to you, especially during Contender Series. It's the one and only Gumby guy, Daniel Breland. Hello. All right. I was just looking at the list for light heavyweight. I'm going to start yeah. here because I actually have something to say about just it. Jump into it. it. It's it's really open. It's it, like it, really freaking open. <laughs> yep. It is really freaking open. Um. Well, let's let's jump right into it. Gumby is all business today. All right. I had Yuri Prohashka as the champ at the end of this year. Damn it, Dan. I almost had it. Do you think – so I, I know you didn't have that actual ticket because we were just playing yeah. like – Because gambling they, for fools, right? Do you think they cash that? Of there course is a, they wouldn't cash that. No uh, it, depends on, cash that. it depends on the book. Uh, um, maybe. Maybe it if it's on... a sponsor of ours, they would have cashed it. Um, <laughs> and you had Alexander Rakic, which didn't work out. He, he got himself hurt. He got yeah. Yeah, I, so. I'd still like that pick if he didn't get hurt. Yep. It's like having a Tom Aspinall card, you know. Yeah. Like that, that's All right, so uh, you're talking about the future odds here, right? Um, yes. That are way up in the air. Megamed Ankalaev plus 250. Jamal I still call him Jamal, but Jamal Hill, who's fighting for the belt, which is crazy, plus 300. Glover Teixeira plus 550. Yuri Prohashka plus 300. Jan Blakovic plus 750. Alexander Rakic plus 750. Nick Kita Krylov plus twelve hundred, Paul Craig plus eighteen hundred, Anthony Smith plus twenty five hundred, Ryan Spam plus sixteen hundred. This there's no I can't be chalky and safe in this one because there is no champ. There's no, so there's, there's, no, no uh, there's no chalk. <laughs> there's no chalk to go with here. Um I, I think I'm gonna take 
I don't know. I'm going to take that. I want to hear you talk first. You talk first, Dan. I was so, going to say Jamal Hill. I think he's going to beat Glover. I, eventually, the clock is going to uh, strike midnight on Glover. I know everyone is thinking he should be favored against Jamal Hill, but like eventually, Father Time's going to catch up. It's kind of wild to see to see Ankalaev as the the favorite here, right? And I, I mean, yeah. you're getting him at dog prices. He should be. He should be the champ, actually. But yes. Should should he though? I mean, we talked about that. Like, yeah, we were. That, that was a really close fight. You know, yeah. you could. Uh, a lot of people scored the first three rounds for Blankovic. I, I did give him the third, but like, what does Douglas Crosby think though? That's what oh, we need. God, to know. Douglas Crosby's a tool. <laughs> it, and for anybody who doesn't, it, it's more than the, just the scorecards. That interview with Shale Sonnen was one of the worst things I've ever heard in my whole yeah. life. That was just like the cherry on top. Like, if that was Shale Sonnen trying to out him as a crazier person than we already <laughs> believed he was. Props to Shale Sonnen, which I say so very rarely. Um, but with that being said, like, I don't think he's going to get a shot. I don't think Magomed Ankalaev is going to get a shot. Because here's the thing. We've already got the title fight now. Jamal Hill yeah. versus Glover Teixeira. <laughs> Obviously, right? Glover Teixeira doesn't have a lot of length left on him. Yeah. I think he's going to win this That's fight. That's rude what you just said, buddy. Go ahead. <laughs> I think Glover's going to win this fight. Uh, I, I'm picking Glover to be, really? it, yeah, I'm picking Glover to beat Jamal Hill. I'm, I'm going to tip my hand, uh, to that preview that we're going to do in like a month's time. I, I think Jamal Hill's got holes in his, his grappling, which we saw against Paul Craig and, and I think they can be exploited. So first of all, there's that. And then second of all, like if he only has a fighter two left, right, which is true of Glover Teixeira, yep. it seems like he's gonna wait for the Yuri rematch. Am I wrong? Yeah, so, like, yeah Yuri, the gladi- gladiator that he has, or Viking or whatever you want to call him, uh, plans on being back very, very soon. A few months is, is, uh, is from this catastrophic, the worst uh, injury that uh, Dana White's ever seen. He apparently expects to be back in a few months. So, so, yeah. so let's be, so let's be reasonable. Let's say he's back in, in able to train in late April, early May. Yep. We're probably talking about a fight July or August, you know, late summer, Yep. Do they like, and if Glover wins and, and beats Jamal Hill, is there any reason for him to take a, uh, an extra fight in between? No, he wants to fight Yuri to get that win back. You know, like apart from winning his title back, which is I think why he's hanging on a little bit. Like the only other reason he wouldn't retire with the belt over his shoulders because he wants to go get that one back one more time and prove he was the best and proved he should have beat Yuri in the first place. So like he fights him again in August and then the winner of that's a chance. I, I don't think you get a third fight. So I'm going to say my official pick here is I'm going to take Glover to share. Would you give me on that 550? Uh, yes. Yeah. Glover 550, I think is a great value. Right. I'm taking Yuri. Uh, you talked me into Yuri, even though you weren't making a case for Yuri, but uh, he I'm would going... be my set. I'm going to be honest. He would be my second pick. Yep. Yeah. I'm uh, maybe if I swing at it twice, I'll, I'll hit it. I almost hit it last year. I should have hit it, but Maybe I'll, I will hit it this this go around. So, um, all right. What do we have going on in this division coming up? Or or what fights will I get wrong, uh, apparently, based on the last episode? Shogun Hua, he's totally retiring, Dan. This is totally his last fight. UFC 283, January 21st against Eeyore, Eeyore Patiera. It's totally, for sure, his last fight. Uh, I actually think it is this time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I, I, it is. I don't, I don't think he can keep doing this. <laughs> They're going to try OSP. Felipe lands again um, February 18th. We'll see if it actually happens. Um, we got Glover versus Jamal Hill. Uh, that's next month as well. UFC 283, January 21st for the 
for the belt. Um, what else have we got? Nikita Krylov, Ryan Spann, UFC 220. Uh, sorry, Fight Night uh, 220 on February 25th. Um, Anthony Smith versus TBD because he lost his fight. He was supposed to be the one fighting Jamal Hill. Uh, the Brown Bear, Devin Clark versus Dao on Jung. Uh, Tyson Pedro versus Zhang Ming Yang. So they keep, um, they really like Tyson Pedro, right? Eh? They keep I, I was going to say, I actually believe he's the one who's going to make the big jump. Yeah, they, they've they been just they keep serving him up. Like I have, have you heard of this guy, Spidey? Uh, yeah, I mean I have, but like only because I I ha- uh watched uh Road to the UFC. Oh right, uh, okay. at like at like two in the morning that time. Yeah. Um, and like he, here's he's like a 24 year old uh dude from China. Um, and and like here's the thing, he, he I don't think he holds much of a chance against Tyson Pedro, but this is why I think Tyson Pedro is the big mover of that division over this uh, year is that like they seem to want to build him up the way they should have built him up the first time. Yeah. Uh, because when Tyson Pedro first came up, dude, they just ran him against everybody who was good at that time. You know, like they ran him against Paul Craig and Latifi. And I know these names don't sound impressive now, but they did then trust me. Uh, you know, Ovin St. Prue, they ran him against uh, Shogun back when Shogun was still knocking people's heads off. And like all of those were like really scary fights for Tyson Pedro, who was, you know, not an old guy by heavyweight standards. I think he was like 26 at the time. You know, he takes four or five years off and they run him against Ike Villanueva, Harry Hunsucker and Ming Yang Zhang. So like they seem to know what they're doing with him this time. They seem to be being smarter with him. And ultimately, I, I think it's going to help build him up for like actually the run he should be able to make it. What should be the prime of a 205er? He's 31 years old now. I would like I would like to see his um competition actually um increasing though rather than I think it's increasing. You don't okay. think you don't think this Mick Yang know. dude is better than than Harry Hunsucker? Oh, okay, fine. It's <laughs> that's true. Everything's relative, I guess. Especially Yeah, I mean like Harry it's Hunsucker. going up. It might not be going up fast, but like like I said, they went up so fast last time. Uh yeah. and it, it's good that they're slowing down. Yep. A Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker. That's also happening next month at UFC two eighty three. Uh, it's an interesting matchup. That's, Jimmy that's Cru- gonna be so fucking weird. <laughs> it, it will be. That there's no chance that fight's not gonna be weird. Jimmy Crute, Alonzo Menafield. That's that's a good fight. Uh, USC 284, February 12th in the Perth. Uh, I told you about Pedro already. Told you about Devin Clark already. I told you about Lynn's already. I actually got it sorted properly now, so hopefully it'll be. They'll give me proper information now. Atta, um, Martin a <laughs> versus William Knight. William Knight, who's burned burned us a bunch in the past. Maybe we'll. Start picking it off February 18th. That's happening. Um, I already told you about Ryan Spann, right? Nikita Krylov. I told you about that already. It's happening if I haven't told you. Um, and I think that is it for light heavyweight. So um, anybody excite you at light heavyweight? No, just what I said about Tyson Pedro. Yep. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's much it. not that exciting, is it? You know what does excite us? So win bet. That, that excites us. Uh, my transitions excite us as well. Um, I'm going to tell you about win bet. Ladies and gentlemen, after I get the ad read in front of me, WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays. Plus, for the hashtag DigGens only, try your luck at WinBet's parlay wheel. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, bet $100 or win $100. Limited state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. So you know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. 
Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough embed is available. If you or someone you know has a gaming problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And tis the season for us to give away things. That's always, tis always the season for us to give away things, but we're doing it now as well. SGP mini helmet contest and football bingo is going on as we speak. Don't forget to enter the SGP mini helmet contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet to enter that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. Plus football bingo is back. This time for the NFL Christmas Day slate, free to play, and every bingo gets $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. So make sure you download that. As we move on to middleweights, um, actually, it's not listed here, but the big news, Nick Diaz is coming back and he wants to fight Israel Adesanya. Cute. <laughs> Please make that happen, people. We I mean, don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> oh, want God, to. Give me a break. Um we both had Adesanya listed as a champ. That did not happen, Dan. Yeah, that's a bummer. Minus 155. Yeah. But nonetheless, we have Alex Pereira, Pereira as the champion. All right, here's our odds for the champion at the end of 2023. The current champ, Alex Pereira, plus 200, is tied with the former champ, Izzy Adesanya, plus 200. Robert Whitaker, plus 700. Marvin Vittoria, plus 800. Sean Strickland, plus 1,400. Derek Bronson, plus 1,200. Hamzat Chimaev plus 800, Jared Cannonier plus 1200, Roman Delizzi plus 1000, Bo Nickel plus 1200. The Hamzat one jumps out at me because he's going to get rushed to a title shot. Not in that division, though. You don't think, what, you think he's going to be welterweight? Dude, he's fought one time at middleweight. Yeah, one, it doesn't matter. One time. He doesn't, he fought, doesn't mean he's he not going to get a title Gerald shot. Gerald fucking Mearshart at middleweight. You think this matters? <laughs> you, you think he's going to get it on uh, on a merit? No. If who, they need but, a middleweight but, contender, they, who, if he's available they and they need a middleweight contender, they're going to Why do they need a middleweight contender? They've got a slew of them. A rematch is about to happen. Yeah. yeah. If if the When uh, is that happening? Has it been announced? Not not been announced, but that's sort okay. of my point. So, like, yeah. Izzy is going to fight Pajeda. If Pajeda wins... Which, you know, like decent chance he wins, right? Yeah. If Ada wins, he's fighting Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker is getting another shot at the title because it's a fresh champion and he's proved- And he just lost a fight. He, I mean, he just, a fight just fell through. Uh, right, right, right. And his fight just fell through. It's Total perfect custom. timing. In fact, wouldn't be shocked if, if Izzy was hurt, he could jump the line um, because yep. it's a fresh contender for him. And if Izzy happens to beat Pajeda, guess what? We're getting Izzy Pajeda three. Um, yeah for sure. So like, when the hell are they going to need Kamzat to come save the day? No, that's true. The only reason Kamzat's even being mentioned in middleweight right now is because when he saw a kickboxer who hasn't defended takedowns yet, <laughs> win yeah. the title, he's got on Twitter, right? Like that's, that's a hundred percent why anybody's talking about Kamzat in this division, because like, dude, he could come up and fight Marvin Vittori. He could come up and fight Jared Cannonier, but he doesn't want to. Uh, because those, those, he's just trying to talk his way to a title shot. And really the, the more and more he waits, the less and less likely he's next for a title shot anywhere. Yeah. You got a Robert Whitaker is really in limbo here. Eh? I mean, it, he is a little bit, I mean, like, I think he was doing the right thing by fighting, yeah. uh, Costa. That's like the right kind of opponent <laughs> for him. Um, he just beat Cannoneer, right? Am I remembering that right? Uh, I think think so yes yes does that sound like a fight that already happened that's like a fight see i'm not the only dumb one around here um, um but like no like he he now should be fighting you know like some some fight he should easily cruise to against an up-and-comer you know i'd yeah. say like roman delizzi but he just got booked so like somebody like that just to stay active enough so that like when this 
this Paeda Izzy fight shakes down, he's ready to go. You know, like he's, he's, he's got to be hoping Paeda wins because if Izzy wins, then there's going to be round three, and then if Izzy wins again, then he's got to fight the guy who's already beaten him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah he's definitely he's probably Paeda's biggest fan right now. Yeah. Okay. Do you have an official pick, or you want me to go first? Why don't you go first on this one? I'll go with I'll go chalk Paeda. Paella. For some reason, I can't say his name today, but um, Alex Pereira. I'll say it like in a, a American. Um, plus 200. Uh, I, I think he beats Izzy again. Um, and then who knows if he fights again or who he fights again. But um, I'll take I'll take him at plus 200. I'll take Izzy. Okay. Uh, you think he's going to beat Pereira? I, I mean, <laughs> I he basically he basically did the first time. If he survived another two minutes, it's yeah. the same as picking. You know, like I'm picking Glover to beat Yuri in the rematch. Don't you think it's going to be worse though mentally for him now? I mean, like if you believe that he's a dude who's like mentally out of things when he fights, you know what I mean? Like people can say what they want about Izzy's like persona and all the stuff around when he fights. I think he's one of the more mentally strong fighters out there. Like, he doesn't get drawn into other people's bullshit. When has he gotten drawn into a fight he didn't want to be in? Yeah, that's a problem. He, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> He's really, and sometimes it's really boring because he doesn't. Yeah. You know, like, you might be able to point to the Kelvin Gastelum fight is the one time he kind of, like, got out of his element. Um, But, like, since then, which that, that was ages ago, right? He wasn't even, oh, I guess he was interim champ then. Like, since then, he's fought smart, composed fights against the Yoel Romero's and the Robert Whitaker's in four and a half rounds against Alex Paeda. He fought a composed fight and was poised to win if he made it another two and a half. So yeah, like the mental side of it, like I actually think it just drives him to be better. That, that's what I'm going to say. It just drives okay. him to be a better version of himself. And he goes and gets it. No, I just, I just mean him worrying that it's going to happen again. This guy keeps knocking me out, but we shall see. We shall see. Um, So we both got two plus 200, I will say uh, in, interesting pick here, like if you're looking for like big dog money, because yep. yeah, I mean, plus 200 for both of our picks is already big dog money. The leads a interests me yep. because, uh, you know, while I don't even think he's like as good of a prospect as like, say, Andre Muniz, like I, I'm big on Andre Muniz. I've said I'm big on Andre Muniz in the past. Yep. Muniz is fighting Brendan no Allen. Record. Yeah. And in, in Brendan, he's fighting Brendan Allen next. Yep. That, that dude's not ranked right now yeah. you know he's got a loss to chris curtis and like you yeah. know like, that that's not a great move for you know andre muniz um and it's a dangerous fight on top of that like brendan allen's pretty damn good um and delizzi got marvin vittori so like a, yeah. a really impressive win against marvin vittori i mean maybe he's the guy to fight whitaker next uh to be next in line so yeah. Um, Delizzi at 10 to one kind of interesting. I just don't think that necessarily that time frame will work out for him. And I'm not sure he'll beat Vittori either. So I haven't really thought too much about that fight. All right. Here's what we got on the schedule. Hobo cop. Gregory Rodriguez is fighting next month. UFC 23 against Brad Tavares. That's UFC 23. 23 is January 21st. Um, so that will be an interesting fight. Uh, another step up for Hobo cop. Robert Whitaker is fighting TBD. TBD is fighting a lot of people coming up. Um, as Dan mentioned, Delizzi versus Marvin Vittori is happening um, UFC 286, March 18th in London. That will be an uh, interesting fight as well. Abdul Razak Al-Hassan um, will be fighting Claudio Ribeiro. Ribeiro, that's actually on the next fight card we got January 14th uh, in Vegas. Um, the headliner of that one will be Calvin Gastelum versus Nasruddin Imavov. Um, yes, Calvin Gastelum still fights. Um Roman Kopilov versus Puna. 
Soriano is happening as well. Uh, next fight card. Um, fight card after that, you see 218, which will be happening February 4th. We got John Young Park versus Dennis Tui Louis Lin. Um, Tui Louis 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 Lin. Card after that, you see 219, February 18th. We got Abu Magomedov versus Gerald Mearshart. I'm sure Dan will be, be picking Mearshart, right? As per usual. Yeah, uh, I got to remind <laughs> myself how much I liked Abu because yep, the, there were things I liked about him and there were things I didn't. So, but yeah, I love GM3. Yep. Uh, Brendan Allen, as Dan mentioned, Andre Muniz will be happening. Uh, UFC Fight Night 220, February 25th in Vegas. Um, Abu Azatar, Cedric Dumas, March 25th. Uh, Chigi and Kwani versus Albert Adurea. That's a fun fight. March 25th. Um, Kayo, no, Kayo already fought. That's pretty. Kayo is probably the guy we're most uh, excited about in this division, right? Is that what we're going to wrote? Uh, move on to other than Roman Delizzi? Yeah, I mean, uh, th- there's a bunch I like in this division. I like Bohio. Yeah. I mean, I like um, Chidi and Jaquani I still really like. Uh, I'm Petrosky should get a step up after yep. beating the hell out of Wellington Terman. Like, I, I mean, like, I really love Jacob Malkin, too, who I feel like not enough people talk about. Um, Nasruddin Imavov is going to get a step up uh, in a main event. That's exciting. Like, yeah, there's tons to love at middleweight right now. Yeah, it's getting better and better the lower uh, weight classes that we go. So let's see how things go uh, at the next weight class down. Welterweight, we we had a uh, safe pick here, a solid pick. Kamara Usman minus 250. How did that work out for us? It did worked out bad. <laughs> yeah, because Leon Edwards won. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. I see that coming. It is wild. All right, so Leon Edwards is the champ. Um, they have not announced a rematch yet, have they? They have not. My understanding is right now they're trying to get Leon Edwards lined up for the UFC London main event, yep. uh, which is obvious. Uh, but yep. the big issue here is that it looks like Usman is not going to be ready for that fight. What did you have surgery? I'm hearing hand a uh, hand issue. Okay. Uh, like he broke his hand in that fight, maybe. Yep. Um, and, and needed to have it operated it's on. A long so. time ago, though. It was kind of a long time He's scared, ago. Scared Dan. He's yeah, totally scared. I mean, like, you're a you're a longtime champ like that who holds the weight of being like an undefeated beast for that long. Like yep. it it's good for him to be taking some time to think about what happened. In even if he's not had an issue with his hand, maybe he's just trying to I would worry way more about his mental state than I would worry about Israel Adesanya's. Let's go there. No, that that is true. That's true. It seems um a lot of, most fighters are relieved when they when they lose about. Um, that seems to be a common common thing you hear. Um, all right, here are our odds going into uh, actually going into the end of next year. So a year from now, here's who is expected to be the champions at welterweight in order. Well, actually, it's not in order. Uh, Kamaru Usman plus two ten, he is the favorite. Leon Edwards plus two fifty. Hamzat plus two fifty. Kobe Covington plus four fifty. Shavkak Rachmanov. Plus 600. Jeff Neal plus 1400. Bilal Muhammad, remember the name, plus 1600. Stephen Thompson plus 2500. And Conor McGregor plus <laughs> 5000. Uh, I'm picking comms out. I'm going to come right out of the gate and comms out plus 250. I'm going to tell you so this is going to be my long shot. I got one long shot here. Is this your official pick, though? This is going to be my official pick because okay. I want to be on record saying that I want this long shot. Okay. I'm going to take Bilal Muhammad. Oh! 16 to 1, Bilal Muhammad. Here's why. Because, okay. first of all, if if Leon Edwards uh, is going to fight on London, and I think he should, uh, and it does not appear that 
Kamara Usman is ready. I think they're going to give it a blow. Um, yeah, I think they're going to give it a blow. He's the most ready right now. If you're asking, what have you done for me lately? You know, you could talk about Kamzat nearly losing to Gilbert Burns and not being willing to go to the ground at all with Gilbert Burns for the most part. Or you could talk about Bilal Muhammad punching a hole through Sean Brady's head. Uh, like, which one comes out looking better at the end of that? Which one makes the most money, though, Dan? Probably Kamzat, which is probably why you book Bilal Muhammad. Remember um, Kamzat's name. Yeah, yeah, but, but like, Kamzat probably makes way more money, so you probably go right to Bilal Muhammad. No, I mean, um, I mean, who's going to make the organization the most money? I mean, the, at the end of the day, they're they're selling a Leon Edwards main event <laughs> in London. He's, I mean, he's blowing the doors off. Like, That's crazy whether, what you just said there. What? What? They're selling oh, a Leon Edwards main event hey, in London. Hey. But no, but like, I when know. was the last time they they ran a a championship fight headlined by a dude from England yeah, in England? Like, it, it's been a long ass time. So. Yeah, like give him that. Um, and I, I'd say Bilal Muhammad. I like Bilal Muhammad in that fight. Uh, I didn't like him when they fought the first time. I picked Leon Edwards in that fight. <laughs> Thinking about it afterwards and seeing what I've seen Bilal Muhammad do since then, I think he wins. Um, and, and who knows? Like Bilal Muhammad has proved to be a bad matchup for wrestlers, a bad matchup for kickboxers. Like his style right now of just being like mostly dangerous on the feet, but also can take your ass down. Like he's. I mean, he's dangerous. Give me 16 to 1 below Muhammad odds. There you go. Gummy could be a rich man come uh, the end of next year. So, all right, here's what we got on the docket. There's a bunch of welterweight fights happening at UFC 283 in Brazil, which is, as I said earlier, January 21st. We got Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny, Warley Alvarez versus Nicholas Dalby, Munir Laziz versus Gabriel Bonfim. Uh, any of those jump out at you? I'm excited to see Gabriel Bonfim again. Yep. Uh, you, would. I, you, you, I, you would pick the the person uh, least known uh, of, on those fights, and that would be no Ishmael. Ishmael Bonfim is less known. Um, <laughs> he's not he's, one of the people I, I mentioned, though. I mentioned. He is fighting on that same card, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not, actually, he's not a welterweight. You goof. You goof. Is he? Is he a lightweight? Oh, uh, he yeah, might he's be a middleweight. Yeah. yeah, he's on that card too. He's less known. Um. Yeah, no, like that that's probably the guy I'm the most excited to see. He looked violent on Contender Series. I'm excited yeah. that he's going to be back at it. So, yeah, give me give me some of that. Right, how, how about this fight happening on the very next event, uh, January 14th, UFC Fight Night. Um, Imovov versus Gasolim. Shavkat Rachmanov versus Jeff Neal. What do you think of that? Step up for the Nomad. Yeah, I, I man, I saw the odds on this. Did you see the odds on this? No, do what, tell. What would, you, what would you peg that the odds on that fight? Shavkat, for some reason, minus 300 jumped into my head. I don't know if it would be that. Minus high. 380. Whoa, I was. It is even higher <laughs> yeah, than that. Yeah, great, great guess, but it seems high, right? Yeah, it does. Um, and, yeah, and I like Shavkat, bad. and I, I'm probably going to pick him to win that fight, but man, do I hate those odds, because Jeff Neal is a tough SOB. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's a that's one that sticks out to me as uh, probably interesting for Shavkat, but possibly a prospect he lost to. Yep. Very true. Um, Adam, forget about it versus Yasuki Kinoshita, uh, February fourth. Um, boom, 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 boom. And that's it. That is it. Um, who are you most excited about at welterweight? There's there's a lot of choices here. We got Jack Della Maddalena. We got Shavkat. We got Hamzat, which sounds like you're very down on uh, right now. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man yeah. Michael Morales. So what do you like best here? I mean, you you hit 
a couple of my favorites. Jack Dell is number one for sure. Yeah. Uh, Michael Morales would have been uh, had he not. He broke his toe. He was actually. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. He was who Renat Fakhradinov was supposed to fight rather than Brian Battle. I do know it's right in front of my, which in front of me on my screen. So yeah. Yeah. Like what a <laughs> wild fight that would have been in retrospect. Um, yeah. I would also say, you know, I was, I was looking through the list of people in this division to be excited about. I thought for a second about saying the name Jeremiah Wells. Say you just said it. Yeah. So I did say it. So I, I've now said the word Jeremiah Wells. Congratulations. Here's, here's my only issue with it's not him, a word also, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So he's three and zero in the UFC. He's looked amazing in those three fights. He's knocked out Warley Alves. He did the unthinkable thing in knocking out the, one of the toughest guys on the planet in court McGee. He's 36. When did he turn 36? Yeah. I'm looking, I, I have it. Um, yeah. I have it um, sorted by age and yeah, he's nowhere to be seen. He's I, up at the I, very far end of the, of the scale. So he's two years older than Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> this division has a buttload of young guys. You haven't even talked about the future, Dan, the future, the second youngest man in the division. Uh, Ian, Gary. Ian, not, Ian Gary. I'm not, I'm no. not jacked up about Ian Gary. We got the future. We got the phenom, uh, Elvin, Evan Elder. We got a lot. Oh, it still says Pooh Bear for Brian Battle. All right. You know, who, you know, who could make a nice little run and, and I'm running off of, uh, like kind of recency bias here. Matthew Semmelsberger. Yeah. I think maybe we're sleeping on him because what he did to Jake Matthews was, was pretty impressive. Definitely. We definitely slept on him with those picks. That was uh, not fun. By us. And we should probably, we should probably just say Fakhradinov too. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he's yeah. be excited about him. You don't want to fuck Radinov around and find out. Right. No, I forgot absolutely. to name the episode that. So, <laughs> and now I forced it. I forced it in here. So I can't use it for this episode. <laughs> title, unfortunately, the Jeremiah Wells line is much funnier anyhow. So, all right. What about Jeremiah Wells? Just that he's old. <laughs> you, you, no, you, you said uh, you were thinking about saying oh. the word Jeremiah Wells. Which is the, the word, word Jeremiah, Jeremiah Wells. That should be his nickname. Tell him. Interview him and tell him. The his word. Doesn't he word. already have one? Probably, but it's old man. It's older than you think. Is his no, it's not. He doesn't old have a nickname. No? Well, there you none go. Of, none of the guys from that gym do, though. Which, uh, oh, is that? Um, Daniel Gracie. Daniel Gracie. Uh, yeah, yeah. And loves him some Dan Gracie. Because Petrosky doesn't. Uh, yeah. he, Pat Sabatini doesn't. He doesn't. Sean Brady doesn't. Like they, they just you must think not. Think their sensei have. doesn't allow them. I think that it, it might be that. I know. Uh, I know Paul Felder tried to give Sean Brady a nickname one time. What was the nickname? The Brick House. Oh uh, yes, he. Uh, it's fitting. He is one. Yeah, that's that's actually a pretty good nickname. That dude is Bill. <laughs> yeah, but it's not better than the word. Um. And don't tell him why. Just say that's your nickname. We <laughs> the decided word, the word, or or a Pooh Bear, because we need a Pooh Bear if there's not going to be an official Pooh Bear any longer. <laughs> All right, should we should we move to lightweights? Or do we you should. Put... All right, um, we will move to lightweights. Or do you want to save lightweights for next episode? What do you? No, nah, let's get the lightweights. We're on a there. roll. We're... Let's do it. Yeah, we're uh, we're rolling. Um, we have Charles Oliveira plus two hundred, which was a good number, Dan, but it didn't come through for us, sadly. Um, who is the champ again? Oh yeah, the Islam guy, Islam Makhachev, is the champion of the world now. All right, let's see what our odds are. Um, surprised uh, you didn't take uh, Stephen Thompson at welterweight, but anyhow, let's move on. Um, no, he got steamrolled by my pick. <laughs> All right, men's lightweight champion, end of 2023, Islam Makhachev pl- minus. Oh, I wish it was plus minus 175. Alexander Volkanovsky plus 500. Benio Darius plus 750. Rafael Fiziev plus 900, Matias Gamrat plus 1200, Charles Oliveira plus 1200, 
Um, my phone's processing something for. Oh no, I don't want to go there. Okay, Armin Sarukian plus 1800, Dustin Poirier plus 2000, Justin Gaethje plus 2500, the Connor guy again, Connor McGregor, because he's totally going to go down to lightweight, plus 2800, uh, Michael Chandler plus 3300, and Patty Pimlet plus 3300. <laughs> That's the he, worst bet in history, by the he, way, right he, there. Well, no, I, I think picking uh, Tisha Torres when she's when she's pregnant in the middle, middle of a pregnancy that's probably <laughs> what the worst. The, what's the but, worst pick a future pick on a pregnant tisha torres or a future pick on patty Pimper? oh that's tough <laughs> that actually is tough neither are gonna happen um, yeah i was gonna say i'll go with islam but is islam gonna beat volkanovsky i'm not so <sighs> sure about that dude i'm not either so i yeah. was gonna say i came in here i was gonna just take chalk yeah, me too. And then I, I then I re- realized, oh wait, he's fighting the next. one man. And you, here's the other thing too. Uh, there there was another number I liked in there too. Uh, okay. I think Armin Petrosian is is being undervalued there. Yeah. I'm not gonna make him my official pick, but Armin Petrosian's number is very nice. What what did you or not Armin um, Petrosian? Why do I keep saying Armin yeah, Petrosian? Petrosian. Uh, no, no, Sarukian? Armin Sarukian. Armin Sarukian. 1800. Yeah, plus 1800. Dude, like he hit so far, has given Islam Makhachev the toughest fight. He's also and he did had it. a very, very boring fight that they're probably not going to try to steam uh, to rush him up the rankings. I mean, but he looked so good in that fight, though. Did Did you think that yeah. play was boring? Eh. Did people think that fight was boring? Yeah, I think so. I think it was only boring maybe because it was one sided. It's not yeah, like there wasn't action in it. He beat the yeah. shit out of him. Um, and like I think he beats. You know, put him against Michael Chandler. Would you take him against Michael Chandler right now? I would. Yeah, yeah I would yeah, in a yeah. second. So, like, all he needs is, like, one fight against Benil Dariush or yeah. Dustin Poirier. You know, he needs one guy to accept that fight. And I think he's pretty darn close to a rematch. I'm not saying I'm going to pick him, but I'm saying it, you could do worse with, like, a $10 bet at plus 1800 Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't know that I'm about to pick volkanovsky to beat islam makashev he's so good though but i will say if if you tell me i've got a hundred bucks to play on this i ain't putting it on makashev at what was it negative seven or 175 yeah yeah i put it when i could put it on volkanovsky at plus 500 i'm taking volkanovsky i've decided Plus five hundred. I'm gonna tail okay. with you. I'll take Volkanovski here. I, had I don't even scary... I don't even know for sure if I'm picking the fight. But I don't know either. But like it, from a value standpoint, like you, you can't in good conscience say like he's a five to one dog against yeah. Makachev. I don't think so. Like he, who else in the division beats him if he wins the belt? And, and if he, he wins yeah. that, you probably run him against Poye and he beats the living hell out of him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm on, I'm in on that. All right. All right. Here's what we got on the docket. Uh, Tiago Moises versus Guram Kutsilatsi. Kutalatsi. Kutatalatse. Oh, yeah. There's another T in there. Kutatalatse. Boo. January 21st. Dan loves correcting me. Uh, that's the UFC 283. Um, UFC 284, we've got the championship fight. Makashev versus Volkanovsky. That's in Perth. Plus, he's got the home crowd, if that means anything. But uh, Volkanovski will have the home crowd, and he won't have to travel. Uh, it's January twenty, uh, January twelfth. Uh, sorry, February twelfth. Ay, ay, ay. Nazareth Hawkparas, Jamie Malarkey on the same card. Um, Joel Alvarez versus Zubera Tukogov is also El Finamo is also going to be on that card. Um, what else do we got here? Omar Morales, Matias Rebecki. 
Or was it Rebecca? Is Rebecca, right? Rebecca, yeah. Yep, that's happening in the very next card, uh, January 14th. Um, Fight Night 218 in February. Two hooch. No, that one's actually going to be a featherweight, excuse me. Um, You'll see Fight Night 219 in February 18th. Jim Miller, Gabriel Mugli Benitez. I like that they're giving them older people. Uh, giving Miller Miller a shot to keep on rolling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed a break. <laughs> I think I like I think I like Miller in that fight too. I like Miller in every fight. I don't fight. know what the odds are. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That is very true. Same card, Joe Selecki, Benoit Saint Denis, who we are both uh, fans of, right? Yeah, I love Benoit Saint Denis. Yeah, he, he takes a good beat in that man. Um, all right, UFC fight night two twenty. Eric Gonzalez, Darius Flowers, whoever that is. Darius Jordan Flowers, Lepp. the one who did that weird slam on Contender Series. Uh, and the guy's shoulder came out. Yeah, okay. Yep. He didn't actually win so. the fight, and they were like, what a flam! And it was like, yeah. he, he, he was already injured. <laughs> yep. Jordan Levitt alone, the Monkey King versus Victor Martinez on that UFC Fight Night 220 as well. And that is that is it for there. Um, let's check out uh, up-and-comers. Thoughts on up-and-comers at lightweight? Lots um, to choose from. You know, I, I mentioned Saruki in. You know, I'm, yep. I'm excited. I think he's going to make a big run this year. As I said, you know, he's kind of like a fun long shot pick. Fifth youngest will, in the division. Sorry to yeah, yeah, he's and, young. And I, I will also say, I'm, I, I think Grant Dawson could do some damage at lightweight this year. The damage, Grant Dawson. I, <laughs> but like, t- take, you know, everybody's talking about Patty Pimblet, right? At this division, they've <laughs> listed his odds to win the championship. Grant Dawson fought Jared Gordon too. And he beat the living hell out of him and submitted him. He would uh, destroy Patty Pimlet. Dude, he would make Patty Pimlet's day really sad. Um, in in like a violent way. Um, and then the other one who I'm excited just because I we haven't seen like a really healthy year out of him in a while is, is I think Mike Davis could really do a lot of damage. Really? At, yeah, like I I mean like remember he came out first of all he made his debut on short notice against Gilbert Burns. Tough fight. Who's you that? Know, and he was on contender series. He didn't win a contract because he lost the decision to Sadiq Yusuf. He gets into the UFC on short notice, loses to Burns. And then since then, he's been tearing people up. Now, granted, he had some long layoffs due to injuries, two two-year layoffs. But he's beaten Mason Jones and Slava Borshashev in completely different ways, by letting his hands go and by letting his wrestling go. I'm, like, kind of interested to see what he can do if he gets, like, a healthy year altogether. How about the tarantula, Jalen? Uh, yeah, Jalen. Jalen Turner is kind of like he's—he's he's not really a sleeper anymore. People no. know what he's doing. He's only 27 though, and he's huge, and he's good at everything. He's is, he is fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> give Give Penny Pibble at him. Yeah, would that be Jay, fun? Yeah, he can fight Jalen Turner, or you know who he oh, actually should fight. While we're talking about Patty Pimblet, like uh, you know, the cruel me wants him to fight Jalen Turner, or Grant yeah. Dawson, or whatever. But like for an actual test a little bit of a step up him versus Terrence McKinney would be kind of fun. Yeah. Terrence right? McKinney is always fun. Yeah. He, he puts on fun fights. He throws hands. He's shown that he can make mistakes, which means like maybe Patty can capitalize on those. So like yep. it would give Patty a chance. Um, I, I think I'd pick McKinney, but like it, it would be at least a fun fight. It, I mean, if they rush him up these rankings, he's going to get demolished. <laughs> he will. We've already like, yeah, anyhow, we he don't need lost. to talk about him. He just lost. Yep. Yes. <laughs> we, we don't need to talk about him any longer. That's enough. We don't need to talk anymore to you people as well. You, I, I don't mean you people in a derogatory sense. You lovely people. Um, <clears throat> we are gonna head out 
you're probably thinking, oh, next episode is scheduled for Christmas and uh, they won't be doing one. Oh, yes, we will. We'll be in yours Christmas Day. Don't worry. Or Christmas Eve, whenever we drop it. Boxing Day, holiday up here in Canada. Will we be doing an episode? Of course we will. Um, so we'll we'll be there for you so you can ignore your family and friends on uh, at the holidays. Um, thank you for coming to the show. We will be back, like I said, Christmas Day. Um, until then, you can get in the Discord and chat in there. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, Twitter, SGPNMMA, is the account Gumby runs for us. His other account is Gumby Vreeland. My account is Jeff Fox Writer. He hosts the Top Turtle MMA podcast. I just listened to you today, actually, Gumby, on the Top Turtle MMA podcast. It was pretty, it's a pretty good episode this week. It's always a good episode. So uh, Because you, you don't have that lousy co-host of yours on this, this past <laughs> episode. So. No, we gave him a Make, Christmas break. There you go. Make sure you because he has 10 million children that he has to get presents for, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's got 100 kids. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So listen, Top Turtle. Read my stuff at Sports Gummy and Gumby stuff at SportsGummyPodcast.com. And uh, my Substack moneymma.substack.com we will be back christmas day we'll finish up our re- review and preview of the ufc um and we'll uh and we'll go forward from there we'll, after that we will have some picks for some um regional events coming up and gumby is excited i know he's excited about all, pretty much every event always but he's excited about some of the upcoming events so all right until we meet again i will remain from hell jeff fox he will remain j-lo Gumby Reeland, and we'll talk to you on Christmas. Bye.